Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for joining us, those that are online, as well as, as, well as our television audience. Join me, church, join me in welcoming them. And we are so glad you are here. We are so glad that you tuned in as well. And we pray in the mighty name of Jesus that by the entrance of the Word of God, your life will be changed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Like we already prayed, when Moses encountered God at the burning bush, his life was not the same after that day. When the Apostle Paul encountered or Saul at the time, when he encountered the risen Christ, his life was not the same after that day. And I pray in the name of Jesus, by the end of this message, may your life be transformed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. Let's get into our Bible lesson this morning. Where does my help come from? Genesis chapter 1, verse 2. The book of beginnings. Let's start right there. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Let's start from verse 1, actually. It says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Just like in the beginning, right now in the world, there is chaos, there is confusion, there's a lot of mess in the earth. And in your own life, are you looking for a change? In your own family, are you looking for a change? In your business, are you looking for a change? In your body, do you desire the touch of God? The here he says that the earth was without form and void. And humanity without God is void and nothing good can come out of it. Are you feeling discouraged? Are you feeling down? Are you feeling hopeless? Are you feeling that everything is chaotic? The difference and so many times throughout history we get to moments and times like that when it feels that everything is chaotic and where is the help or the deliverance going to come from the difference and the key is the word of God and the Spirit of God it was like that in the time of Jesus Christ. He had walked with his disciples. He had been with them all throughout their lives. And he was getting ready to leave. And the disciples were in despair. They, were, they, they, were, they felt hopeless. And it seemed like everything had come to an end. Oh, but thank God he all, God always has a plan. Thank God God always has a purpose. Thank God God always knows what he's doing. On the day of Pentecost, they had been in the upper room waiting on God. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, the Bible says like a mighty rushing wind, the Spirit of God came down and he empowered those disciples. Ah, oh my God, they were filled with God and they began. In the name of Jesus, you also don't begin till the Holy Spirit comes. Oh, my God. And when God spoke, what seemed 
to be chaotic. What seemed like nothing good can come out of it. My Lord and my God, the earth was created. I mean, everything was changed and turned around. And he saw everything that he had created. And it was good. Where does our help come from? Notice what the psalmist of all said in Psalm 121. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Where do you tend to? Where you need help. The psalmist of all says in Psalm 121, he says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth that's the answer to the question my help comes from the lord that made the heaven and earth where do you tend to when it seems like you don't need nothing i mean you need help sometimes people tend to different things some tend to drugs. Some tend to alcohol. Some tend to different vices just to try to get help. But I've come to announce to you by the word of the living God that your help will only come from God. And the first key to seeing a turn around in your situation, whatever it is, is to totally surrender your life to the Lord. It's to totally yield your life to the Lord. It's to make a wholehearted commitment to the Lord. That is where the first step starts. And I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, wherever you may be watching from, those here, wherever you may be watching from, I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, today make a wholehearted commitment and dedication of your life to the Lord. That is where your change will start. And then the second thing is, is so many times, Sometimes people keep praying and praying and praying and praying about the same thing. And sometimes they have not seen a change yet. One time in the life of Abraham, he, was, he, he had been praying for 10 years. And when he got to a certain point, notice what God said to him in Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15. From verse 1, he says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, I am your shield, your exceeding great reward. But Abraham said, Lord God, what would you give me, seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Then Abraham said, Look, you have given me no offspring, indeed one born in my house is my head. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him saying, This one shall not be your head, but one who will come from your own body shall be your head. Then he brought him outside and said, Look now toward heaven and count the stars, 
if you are able to number them, and he said to him, so shall your descendants be. Key issue. Now, we live in a world where if you have if you, if you have a single point, it's just one single point. If you draw a line between two points, you have a plane. So there is the first dimension, and there is, there is the second dimension. And then if you keep building, there is the third dimension. This building belongs to the third dimension. You get a cube. We all live... In that dimension in the third dimension but you see there is another world out there and that is the world that God lives in and you don't see God with your physical eyes but doesn't mean that he doesn't exist he's real he, 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 he's as real in fact more real than you, than you yourself than the physical person that you see Abraham had been, I mean, going for some time, and there was no change. So God said, come out of your tent. You see, you don't, we, don't, we don't see the Holy Spirit, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't exist. He's real. But, but how do we walk with a God that we don't see? We have to learn how to walk with him. The Bible, and it's possible to walk with, with God. Others have done it. The Bible says that Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him away. So that means that it's possible to walk with God. I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus in our generation, like Enoch, may you get that same testimony that you walk with God. He walked with God. How did he walk with God? You see, thank God, the Bible says that our thought, God's thoughts are not our thoughts. But thank God, he's revealed his thoughts to us in his word. Enoch even didn't have the written Bible, but he was able to walk with God. We have an advantage. <laughs> we have the written word of God given to us that reveals God's thoughts to us, how God thinks. It's, it's, it's to see a change, the first place that we need to change, the first place where we need to change is, is, is to align our thoughts with God's thoughts. Very important. He's revealed his thought to us in his word. My Lord and my God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will align your thoughts to line up with God's thoughts. 
uh, when the earth was void, empty, God goes to work and he is going to create. The natural person will say, oh, this, this place is empty. What are we going to do with it? What, all good can come out of it. But you see, the spiritual realm, the realm that God lives in, when we begin to walk with God, it exercises dominion over everything that we see. And it can cause a change. If you are a child of God, the Bible says that. One time Nicodemus came and he, was, he came to Jesus and he was, he was wrestling. Because the person that only lives only considers the physical realm and doesn't consider God and the realm that God lives in you have, is very limited. But the person that considers God there's, there's a, it's a whole different world. Nicodemus came to Jesus and he was having a conversation with Jesus and thank God Jesus welcomed him. But he couldn't wrap his mind around the fact that, notice what he says, Jesus said to him in John chapter 3, he says, most assuredly, verse 3 he says, Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly I say unto you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Then Nicodemus said to him, how can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born of water and in the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. In the beginning, he created Adam in his, in his image and in his likeness. And when you become born again, your spirit man is the one that is born again. You are not just an ordinary human being. No. You are a child of the most high God. God indwells you in the, through the person of the Holy Spirit. Created. As close as possible in the likeness and the image of God as possibly can be. But if you only think in terms of your five senses, you are very limited. So he says to Abraham, get out of your tent. This thing, we need to, we need to change your thought process and what you are seeing. Unless that changes, uh, you, you, you cannot see a change in your life. But I pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus that this morning may we begin to align our thoughts with the way God thinks. Think in line with the word of God. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts, but he invites us and says, come to me and begin to think like the way I think. 
Oh, my Lord and my God. So he says in Isaiah 55, verse 7, he says, Let the wicked. I like how he puts it in the classic King James. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him, and to our God he will abundantly pardon. Forsake your way, forsake your, 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 the, your thought patterns, and the way that you have been thinking. It's been leading you down a certain path. And begin to think like how God thinks. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he, the Bible says. You cannot change your life till you start from there. Very important. He brings, he brings Abraham, Abraham out and says, get out of the tent. Because you've been praying and the way you've been going, there has not been a change. Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 says, As he thinks in his heart, so is he. That's the first step to walking with God. Your thought. Then the second area is your hope, your dreams, and your vision. He brought Abraham out, Abraham at the time, and said, look, look at the stars. We have to change what you are seeing. And I can imagine Abraham is counting the stars. One, two, three, four. And this is a person that is very old. And as he's counting, he begins to see his descendants. He begins to see his children. He begins to see something different. God is giving him a new vision and a new dream. From a lifeless situation, from a death situation. What kind? Of, and where, where does this hope come from? Again, this hope comes from God. Notice what the Bible says in Psalm 42. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 42. Psalm 42, verse 5. He says, Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Why are you cast down? Why are you discouraged? Hope, you see, the, 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 the hope is a picture. It's a dream or a vision that comes from God. So begin to see yourself like how God sees you. Begin to see yourself, your life, your family, any, any area of your life. One time, there was this woman, her name is Mar Margaret Cobb. She has the most um, titles in, in women's tennis. And thank God, when she finished her tennis career, now she's a minister and a preacher of the gospel. 
Glory to God. But even as a tennis player, I mean, she's written books like Winning Faith, The Creative Power of Your Words, or What You Say, all these things. But even as a, as, as a tennis player, the same, the, same, the same principle applies. You can be a student, you can be a husband, a wife, whatever the situation is. If you want to see a change, begin to get a dream and a vision from your heart that is in line with the word of God. She began to see herself as a champion. She began to see herself winning her matches. The change has to start from the inside. If you desire your body to be healed, the change has to start from the inside. If you desire to excel in any area of your life, the change has to start from the inside. When we come to church, as, as you are hearing God's word right now, something is entering into you. Faith is coming into you. We're going to get to that here in a moment. You get a different picture concerning your life, concerning your children, concerning your grandchildren, concerning every, any area of your life. Come, get out of the tent. Get out of the tent of your, your, the way you've been thinking and the way you have been seeing what you have been seeing. God had an image in himself of what he wanted the earth to look like. He saw that Abraham had a different image of himself. He changed everything about him. Change what you see. He changed his name. Because the change has to start from the inside. I see someone's life being transformed this morning in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. What do you see? What do you see? That's what shows up. Notice Genesis chapter 13. Genesis chapter 13 verse 14 he says, And the Lord said to Abraham, After Lord has separated from him, Genesis 13 14, he says, lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are. Northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. All the land which you see. All the land which you see, all the land which you see, what do you see? Lift up your eyes. Lift up your eyes. Take your eyes off that situation. Take your eyes off that circumstance. He brought him out of the tent and he says, look toward heaven. The psalmist said, I will look toward God where my help comes from. Your help is going to come from God. But in the name of the Lord Jesus, you are going to have to change what you see. All the land that you see, 
The Bible reveals to us our inheritance in Christ. The Bible reveals to us what belongs to us. We must in the name of Jesus begin to see in the word of God what belongs to us. And oh my Lord and my God begin to appropriate it. All the land that you see. All the land that you see. Do you see victory or do you see defeat? All the land that you see. As far as your eyes can see, you possess it. All the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. You see, God hasn't changed. He, he doesn't he hasn't changed the process is still the same thank you lord jesus hope thou in god i've come to announce this morning to someone that there is hope for you in god there is hope for your life. There is hope for your family. There is hope for, for, for concerning any area of your life. There is hope. Hope thou in God. Don't be discouraged. Don't give up. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The same God that has kept you all this time. He will continue to keep you. So he goes on to say in Psalm 121. Thank you Lord Jesus. Verse 3. He says. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. <laughs> my Lord and my God. The Lord that keeps you will not sleep. He doesn't get asleep on the job. <laughs> Even if you have ADT security and the person watching your house falls asleep, big trouble. Big issue. It's not God. He's on the night shift, supposed to be watching something, and he's going to sleep. <laughs> and you think you have security while you are asleep. <laughs> or while you are away from your home. But thank God we serve a God. He says he never sleeps nor slumbers. The God that keeps you never sleeps nor slumbers. He's alive. We don't serve a dead God. We serve a living God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He never sleeps nor slumbers. He will keep you. He's kept you all throughout your life. He will keep you again. That accident did not take you out. The, the, the plague came and did not take you out. You are alive in the earth for a reason and for a purpose. The Lord that keeps you will not slumber nor sleep. My Lord, I sense his presence. 
He will not let your foot slip. So you also get to that place where you say in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the word of God is my foundation. I stand strong on that foundation. I refuse to be moved. He will not let your foot slip. You see, in Matthew chapter 7, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Matthew chapter 7. Notice this. Verse 24. It talks about building on the rock. The storm came. You see, the storms of life come to all of us. But the difference between the one whose house was turned in the day of test, in the day of trial, the person, the difference, the difference. We see, we, we, he says, this say, therefore whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. The person building on the rock is not the one that hears the word of God and does not do it. The person that builds on the rock is the one that hears the word of God and does it. That is the person on a sure foundation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That is the person building that in the, on the day that the storms of life come. It's one thing to hear the word of God. And so this one is for somebody else, not for me. <laughs> Did you hear what the pastor said? He's talking about you. <laughs> it's for you. <laughs> this one goes for you. <laughs> not for me. The person that's going to see a change is the one that's going to stand. It's the one that hears and the one that does. That's what makes the difference. I pray may you be a doer of the word of God. In James, he says that this person that hears and does will be blessed in his doing. He will be blessed. That's the key. Uh, for me, when I, came, when I became a Christian, I decided that whatever I find in the Bible, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my very best. And, and I've gone th we've gone through seasons, different seasons in life, but the word of God has always kept us. Thank <laughs> you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> he will keep you when my wife and I, when we got married, three months later, uh, I came first, and then she came in a, in a, in a month. We got, we, got, we got letters, we got on a plane with just two suitcases, and we say $1,000 and a pregnant Joshua. Or Joshua that was a tiny Joshua in the womb. Nothing. The same way that God started with the world, nothing. But I had a vision. When I became born again, one, sometimes I, when I was going to church, uh, my parents will give me money for, um, to, to take a taxi to church Wednesday night. And inst instead of 
using the money for taxi, it was like a two or three mile walk. I will walk to church, and the whole time that I'm walking, I'm saying, oh Lord, I'm very young, help me. The same way that this gospel has changed my life, help me that I will take this gospel to the nations. And while I'm, when I get to church, the money for taxi, I'll put everything in for offering. And then later on, I started, I started, they started talking about tithe. I said, what's tithe? What is it? If it's in the Bible, I want to do it. So every, whatever, I, I put it in. The whole time, I said, oh God, take my life and use it for your glory. It's when we walk in the light of God's word, you might not know everything in the Bible, but the light of God's word that comes to you, the little light that comes, endeavor that you are going to walk in it. That's how you keep making progress. He talks about the fact that the path of the just is like a shining light that shines more and more. You see, your path is not supposed to get dimmer and dimmer as you go along. I mean, the Apostle Paul puts it this way. We go from glory to glory. Your path is supposed to shine from glory to glory. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 says, But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. So your path keeps shining. As you see the word of God and endeavor to do it. So when we got here, just with nothing. And my de that desire has always been in my heart. You have a dream and a vision from God. To take the gospel of God to the nations. And you see, I've, I've always had that in my heart. And I'm, it's beginning to, um, it's coming to, it's come to pass. The change has to start from the inside. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I just talked about a tennis player. It doesn't matter what, what, your, what your area is. If you are a student, begin to see yourself excelling. Somebody is, your path is going to start shining from this morning. You are going from glory to glory. But it all starts with a decision to be planted firmly on the word of God. Notice what, what God says. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Psalm 109, verse 9, he says, Where wish I a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandment. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Everything comes back to the word of God. And you see, God created, you see, and the process cannot be changed. God created the Bible says that in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And nothing was made without the word. So, and God is created. This is very important. This, God has created us in his image and his likeness. Your world is going to change when you take the word of God and begin to cooperate with the spirit of God. That's how you change your world. It, it, it doesn't matter what the situation is. 
He will not let your foot slip. So the third area to see a change is through our faith, what we believe. He, says, he said to the man who brought his, his, his son to Jesus to heal, in Mark chapter 9, verse 23, he says, If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believes. How many things? 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 All things are possible to him that believes. One time, Hassan Taylor was a missionary to China. He got into a serious health situation. And as he stood and believed the word of God, his life was taught, his life he was com made completely whole. He was amazed as to how healthy he became. All things, all things are possible to him that believes. Somebody said, I don't have faith. My faith is small. My faith is little. Start with a little faith. It will move mountains out of your life. Thank God we serve a God that, that will never fail. He says, thank you Lord Jesus. He will keep you as the apple of his eyes. Psalm 17 verse 8. Notice this. Thank you Lord Jesus. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. The apple of your eye is very precious. That is how precious you are to the Lord. You are the apple of his eye. He will keep you. He's praying and say, oh Lord, keep me as the apple of your eye. You are not a useless nobody. No, no, no. You are value to God. You mean so much to God. He sent Jesus Christ to come and die for you. If you were the only one in the world, he will still send Jesus. Before you got here, he made provision for you to be able to come into the family of God. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Keep me as the apple of your eye. He will not cause your foot to slip. He will keep you in the hard places. He will keep you in the dark seasons. He will keep you in those times. And he will bring you out as you cooperate with him in the name of Jesus. Oh, I sense in my spirit, God is delivering somebody today in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. To the children of Israel, he says in Deuteronomy 32, verse 10, he says to them, he found him in a desert land and in a wasteland, a howling wilderness. He encircled him, he instructed him, he kept him as the apple of his eye. He kept him as the apple of his eye. Oh, this is for somebody today that feels discouraged, that feels down. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, God is saying to you this morning, he will 
will keep you as the apple of his eye. He kept him in that wilderness, in that dry place, in that place where they seemed that there was nothing. Oh, he provided for them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then finally, you begin to see a change. When you begin to put your faith into action through the words that you speak. A creative command. There's so many people who say, oh, I'm finished. I'm done. Or you see, if you believe that you are done and you are finished and you say that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> God didn't look at the chaos, the void, and say, look how messy it is down here. <laughs> look how chaotic it is. He gave that command and said, light be. And light came into existence. In the name of Jesus, you begin to decree and declare, thank God by his stripes I am healed. Thank God I am strong. Thank God my business is doing well. Thank God these children, they may not be behaving right, but in the name of Jesus, I see you as a child of the most high God. I see you on fire for God. I see you serving God. I see you living for God. I see you dwelling in the house of God in the name of Jesus. Ah, the economic situation might not reflect it, but in the midst of that economic downturn, my business is doing well. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, as you begin to declare and decree, the Bible says that it will be established to you. It shall be done according to your faith. Jesus kept saying that in different ways to, to, to a lot of people. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. But you see, it all starts with acquainting yourself with the Lord. Notice what he says. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Receive from the Lord. In Job chapter 22, verse 21, he says, Now, acquaint yourself with him and be at peace. That's where it starts. Get acquainted with the Lord. You want peace? You can't find peace anywhere. Peace can only be found in Jesus. Thereby good will come to you. You'll start attracting good things. Receive instruction from his mouth. This morning you are receiving instruction from the word of God. Get acquainted with the Lord. Receive his instruction. And lay up his words in your heart. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up. You will remove iniquity far from your tents. Then you will lay up 
your gold in the dust and the gold of Ophir from the stones among the stones of the brooks. Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. Then you will have your delight in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. You will make your prayer to Him and you will hear you pray. Pray. As you pray, see yourself with the answer. You will make your prayer to him. And he will hear you. And you will pay your vows. You also, you will also declare a thing. And it will be established to you. You will give that creative command and it will be established to you. It will be established to me. No, it will be established to you. So light will shine on your ways. Oh, let me read the remaining verses in, in, in the classic in James 20. It says that when men are cast down, thou shalt say there is lifting up. When men are running around not knowing what to do, because your help comes from God. Because your hope is in God. When men are saying there is a casting down, you will say there is a lifting up. You will say something different. You because your hope is in the Lord. Your confidence is in the Lord. Then in the 91st Psalm verse 2 to 3 says, I will say of the Lord. I am the one going to do some saying here. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Perilous pestilence. And in Job he's saying, he will save the humble person. The person that humbles themselves under the hand of God. I will lift up my eyes to the Lord. My help comes from the Lord. He shall deliver the island of the innocent, Job 22, 30. And it is delivered by the pureness of the hands. Acquaint yourself with them. Receive instruction. Don't despise instructions. Hold fast to instructions. When this process is put into motion, nothing can stop you. Nothing can stop you from receiving from the Lord. Proverbs 4.13. Take hold, take hold of instruction. Somebody say, I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. God, God can tell me what to do. What right does he have to tell me what to do? <laughs> Dear Lord, <laughs> hold fast to instruction. Hold fast. Receive his instruction. Oh, your help comes from the Lord. Somebody's life will not be the same after today. Your help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heaven and the if God made the heaven and the earth, do you think he cannot take your life and make something out of it? Think about it. It's an interesting thought. 
begin to think that way, Lord. I'm going to give you my life. Yield my life to you. I'm going to change my thought processes. I'm going to re receive a new vision, a new dream from you. I'm going to hope in you. I'm going to believe your word. I'm going to speak in line with the word of God. I'm going to cooperate with you. Whatever I see in your word, I'll have the attitude that says, Lord, be it unto me like Mary had, according to your word. Let the wicked man forsake his ways. I'm forsaking my way. And I'm looking out to you. Because I know when you do, when I do, you will not cause me to slip. You will not cause me to fail. You will keep me as the apple of your eye. Thank you, Lord. I'm precious in your sight. Thank you, Lord. You have a plan for my life. It may look void. It may look chaotic. It may look dead like Abraham's life. Oh, but thank God, you are never late. You are never late. I'm coming out of that tent. I'm going to look up to the Lord. I'm going to receive a new vision. I'm going to begin to see something different. I'm going to begin to see a healthy me, a prosperous me, a successful me, a blessed me. Oh, and through me, many others will come to know the Lord Jesus. Through me, my life will make a difference. As we began to serve in God's house, to cooperate with God, God began to change our lives. And he continues to change our lives. My path keeps shining brighter and brighter. I keep going from glory to glory. I see some of us, we keep going from glory to glory. Your lives are changing. Because we made a decision to acquaint ourselves with the Lord, to receive instruction from Him. Your life is changing in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535.